Good morning, and welcome to Simply Mars. It's Thursday, January 25th. On today's show, water ice buried at Mars's equator is over two miles thick, and the Mars 2020 Perseverance rover studies the Martian atmosphere over Jezero from pressure measurements. Plus, NASA's new concept envisions solar-powered aircraft for Mars exploration. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Mars. We start off with an intriguing discovery from the Red Planet. The Mars Express orbiter has detected a significant amount of water ice buried beneath Mars's equator. If melted, this ice could cover the entire planet in a shallow ocean. To delve deeper into this discovery, we have our correspondent from Simply Mars, can you tell us more about this finding? Certainly. The European Space Agency's Mars Express mission has found enough water to cover Mars in an ocean between 4.9 and 8.9 feet deep. This water is in the form of dusty ice buried beneath the planet's equator. The deposits are thick, extending 2.3 miles underground, and are topped by a crust of hardened ash and dry dust hundreds of meters thick. The ice is not pure but is heavily contaminated by dust. This is not the first time we've found evidence of ice on Mars, correct? Correct. However, this is by far the largest amount of water ice detected near Mars's equator so far. The radar signals from this discovery match what we expect to see from layered ice and are similar to the signals we see from Mars's polar caps, which we know to be very ice-rich. What does this discovery mean for future crewed missions to Mars? While the presence of water ice near the equator is more easily accessible to future crewed missions, the fact that it's buried so deep means that accessing the water ice would be difficult. It's an exciting discovery, but it also presents challenges. How did the water ice end up buried at the equator? The presence of subsurface water ice at low and equatorial latitudes hints at how Mars's climate was very different in the distant past. The ice's existence could be the result of Mars' wandering axis. Across the red planet's history, the axial tilt of the planet's poles is understood to have varied quite chaotically. During periods of high obliquity, when the poles are pointing closer to the sun than the equator, water ice could form in large quantities on the surface at the equator. That ice could then be buried by ash and dust falls to remain covered to this day. This discovery certainly challenges our understanding of Mars. And speaking of Mars, the Mars 2020 Perseverance rover has been making regular hourly measurements of the pressure field in the Jezero crater. A recent study, extending up to the 460th Martian day, or SOL, after landing, has revealed some fascinating insights about the Martian atmosphere. Here to delve into this is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about these findings, Abby? Certainly, David. The pressure sensors on the Perseverance rover have been providing valuable data about the Martian atmosphere. This data shows the changing daily pressure cycle, the sol-to-sol seasonal evolution of the mean pressure field, which is driven by the CO2 sublimation and deposition cycle at the poles, and the characterization of up to six components of the atmospheric tides and their relationship to dust content in the atmosphere. That's fascinating. What else has the rover been able to detect? The rover's sensors have also detected wave disturbances with periods of two to five sols and explored their baroclinic nature. They've picked up short period oscillations, mainly at nighttime, 
in the range of 8 to 24 minutes, which are interpreted as internal gravity waves. Additionally, they've recorded transient pressure drops with durations of 1 to 150 seconds caused by vortices and rapid turbulent fluctuations. How have these pressure measurements been affected by Martian weather phenomena, such as dust storms? The study also analyzed the effects on pressure measurements produced by a regional dust storm over Jezero. Dust storms on Mars can have a significant impact on atmospheric pressure, and understanding these effects is crucial for future missions and potential human colonization. This is indeed a significant step forward in our understanding of the Martian atmosphere. Thanks for sharing these insights, Abby. It's been a pleasure, David. As we continue to explore Mars, we can expect many more fascinating discoveries from the Perseverance rover and other missions. That was Simply Mars reporter Abby shedding light on the latest findings from the Mars 2020 Perseverance rover. And speaking of Mars exploration, NASA has recently proposed the development of a new platform, the Mars Aerial and Ground Intelligent Explorer, or MAGI. This compact, fixed-wing aircraft, powered by solar energy, is designed to fly in the Martian atmosphere and could revolutionize our exploration of the Red Planet. Here to delve into this further, is our correspondent from Simply Mars. Indeed, David. Maggie is a promising development in Mars exploration. It's designed to have ultra-high productivity efficiency and is powered by solar energy. It also features vertical takeoff and landing capabilities, enabled by advanced deflected slipstream technology with CoFlow Jet. This isn't the first time we've seen airborne missions on Mars, is it? No, it isn't. The Ingenuity helicopter, which landed on Mars in February 2021, has been a testament to the potential of airborne missions on Mars. Originally slated for just five test flights, Ingenuity has far exceeded expectations with 72 flights on the Red Planet. NASA believes that Maggie will be similarly engaging to the public, given its audacity and the variety of environments it could explore. What kind of challenges does the Martian atmosphere present for such an aircraft? And how does Maggie overcome them? The Martian atmosphere is much less dense than Earth's, which presents a significant challenge for flight. However, Maggie is designed to overcome this with a magnitude higher than conventional subsonic aircraft. On a fully charged battery, Maggie can cover a range of 179 kilometers at an altitude of 1,000 meters per 7.6 sol, which is a Martian day. Over a Martian year, Maggie's total range is 16,048 kilometers. What kind of investigations would Maggie be conducting on Mars? Maggie would conduct three atmospheric and geophysical investigations. These include studying the origin and timing of the Martian core dynamo from the weak magnetic fields found in large impact basins, investigating the source of methane signals detected in Gale Crater, and mapping subsurface water ice at high resolution in the mid-latitudes where it has been observed from orbit. So what's the next step for Maggie? The concept of Maggie appears to be feasible, but it needs further investigation, design, and verification under Martian atmospheric conditions. This will be the focus of phase one. That was Simply Mars correspondent Bella, shedding light on NASA's new Mars exploration platform, Maggie. Speaking of Mars exploration, it's a topic that never ceases to fascinate. Currently, there are 10 missions exploring the Red Planet, including orbiters, landers, rovers, and even a helicopter. 
but the future of Mars exploration may lie beneath the surface in the stable lava tubes that run beneath the Martian landscape. A recent study from the University Politecnica Bucharesti, UPB, proposed a concept for an autonomous Martian inspection drone, MID, that could explore these lava tubes. Here with us to delve into this topic is another correspondent from Simply Mars. Indeed, David. These lava tubes on Mars are of great interest to scientists. They may contain water ice, organic molecules, and possibly even life. The idea is to use an autonomous drone inspired by the Ingenuity helicopter to locate, enter, and study these lava tubes in detail. This drone would rely on a convolutional neural network to ensure autonomy. When were these Martian lava tubes first discovered? The Viking orbiters, which studied Mars between 1976 and 1980, first noticed these lava tubes. Subsequent orbiters confirmed their presence, indicating that Mars was geologically active in the past. These tubes offer natural radiation shielding and protection against the elements, making them appealing for scientific exploration and potentially even for establishing habitats. What makes these lava tubes a viable location for astronaut habitats or even permanent settlements? Research suggests that these lava tubes may contain water ice and could even be a haven for Martian life, likely in the form of hardy bacteria. This makes them an excellent location for astrobiology research. Furthermore, their natural shielding from radiation and the elements makes them a promising site for astronaut habitats and possibly even permanent settlements. How exactly would this proposed Martian inspection drone operate? The drone, inspired by the Ingenuity helicopter, would have an octocopter configuration with eight rotors. It would be equipped with advanced scientific instruments for inspecting the cave and lava tube interiors. The drone would weigh a maximum of 15 kilograms, significantly heavier than Ingenuity. It would rely on an autonomous navigation system and AI to make decisions without human controllers. What are the potential implications of this work? The implications are significant. The drone could survey and inspect areas of interest without requiring constant human intervention. This would contribute to the integration of artificial intelligence in Martian missions. The lessons learned and technologies developed now will drastically benefit future exploration of the Red Planet. What's next for this concept? The team is currently working on implementing new capabilities that will allow their concept to inspect the insides of lava tubes using simultaneous localization and mapping techniques. If realized, similar concepts could be used to explore lava tubes and recesses on the moon, Mercury, and anywhere else in the solar system they are found. That's certainly a development to watch. Thanks for your insights, Michael. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Mars. We'll see you back here tomorrow.